And you are listening to Talking Money. This is Certified Financial Planner Mike Miller, your host for today. We're going to be talking about giving money, talking about how much is enough. Have you ever talked about or thought about what your own personal finish line is? You know, the amount of money it would take for you and your family to have what you need and, and possibly even more than what you want. And what happens next? What happens after that? What's your legacy going to look like? was reading some things in even our own Ronald Blue Trust website, and there's a quote there by Winston Churchill that says, we make a living by what we get. We make a life by what we give. So I thought that was a pretty good observation by Winston Churchill about what truly matters long term. And for many people listening to me, there's not going to be enough money to really say, well, yeah, I can I can start giving away a bunch of money. But there are ways to give that are not just have to do that don't have just to do with money. There are other ways to do it, but I don't want any of any of my talking money listeners to to die and stand before God and God says, "Look, I blessed you with all these material goods while you were on earth, and all you did was accumulate and hoard them for yourselves. I didn't give you all that just so that you could build more barns, as the Bible talks about in the parables. That's not why. I want you to." Give those resources to other people who need it now. And I heard a pastor one time talking years ago about sacrificial giving and her, and he, he was talking to some of his parishioners about sacrificial giving. And they were talking about, oh yes, I've, I've got my estate set up so that when I die, then I've got all these assets and money that are going to be going to the church and going to other ministries. And his reply was, that's not sacrificial giving. You don't need it anymore. You're gone. You don't need it anymore. So giving sacrificially, as the Bible tells us to do, is something more than just putting it in your state. There are four key tenets for Ronald Blue Trust, biblical wisdom, technical expertise, generosity, and leaving a legacy. So I wanted to read to you the section that is under generosity, because I thought it really encapsulated what we believe and what we feel like even our clients should be at least thinking about. So it says, we believe that everyone has the ability to be generous, Generosity does not always come from excess, but from sacrificial hearts and the willingness to be good stewards of the resources he has entrusted to us. Stewardship is at the heart of our planning. We acknowledge that God owns it all, and we are instructed to give to those in need. Generosity is about more than just money. It's a lifestyle of giving our time, talent, and treasure Effective planning, which of course we do at Rumble Trust, effective planning opens the door for deeper, more far-reaching charitable giving opportunities. And there, there are Bible verses, Bible passages listed after each one of these points. Integrate giving strategies into financial plans to help clients give more, enabling them to invest in treasures in heaven. Help clients define their financial finish lines to help them toward financial freedom so they can focus on what matters most in life. So I think that is what a lot of people believe. A lot of you listening to me believe that, but we don't always act on that belief. And I think we are the only firm that I know of with the only firm, trust company slash wealth, wealth management firm, that actually encourages our clients to do this, to give money away. Obviously, some of the, a big portion of what we make to earn a living to, so that we can supply the advice that we supply is by a fee that we charge based on the amount of assets that we manage. Well, if we're telling a client to give money away, that's going to be less in the pot that we charge on. 
So it's not intuitive for a financial planning firm, a trust company, to say you ought to give money away. But we feel like that's the best thing for the client because those clients who have actually taken that step and have put together a strategy of, of giving to start giving those funds away, when they start doing that, the joy that they get from it and seeing the results of it, even if they give it anonymously, those are all different things that help I think bring joy to someone's life that you don't have if you just hoard the money and just think, I just, I'm going to need this all for myself. My family's all going to need it. Now, there are legitimate reasons why a family's going to, going to need more money. There's a disabled child. There's, uh, someone who has some other, uh, particular difficulty that you know that they're going to need some of those funds. But there's still a way to calculate about how much you think that would be. And if they're already going to get X amount of dollars, but, and that's enough. Well, then you established your financial finish line. So then you can you have an idea. Of, okay, now I I know what I could give above that. And there again, we're not talking necessarily about thousands or millions of dollars. In some in some cases, we're talking about it's your time and it's your and it's your energy that you might give to an organization that helps you do that, not just uh, your money. As I just stated, it's it's more than just just um, financially that uh, doesn't come always from excess. But sacrificial hearts and, and being a good steward of that, those funds. But we want to talk about the, the tax smart ways of doing this so that you have even more money if you want to give away. So let's set some parameters. So looking at uh, some of the IRS websites and some of the tax books, just uh, refreshing my memory. What exactly is deductible? Most of us uh, are, or what kinds of organizations can you give? and have it deductible. Most of us know we can give to most charities. We can give to our church, and those are all deductible. Uh, some of the other things you can give money to, and I'm sure everybody's right ready to do this, and that is federal, state, and local governments. You can actually make a contribution to the federal, state, and local government, and as long as that contribution is solely for public purpose, it's not to pay your taxes or something. It's to, to make a contribution. Uh, nonprofit schools, hospitals, some other volunteer fire companies even, public parks, uh, public charities, Miracle Hill, Salvation Army, and some of those other places we know we can give to those, war veterans groups. Uh, also want to keep in mind that charitable travel is still deductible. So you can go, it's, it's been 14 cents a mile for quite a while. But if you track the transportation, meals, lodging are deductible, as long as there's not a significant element, it says, significant element of personal pleasure, recreation, or vacation in the travel. So those car expenses can be deducted using the actual cost or standard mileage rate of $0.14 cents per mile. So that's something a lot of us forget about. And, of course, you've, you've got to have the, the, the ability to itemize your deductions to take some of this. So listing a couple of things that aren't deductible, because I've run into some of these as well over the years. So non-deductible contributions, you can, you're welcome to contribute it, but it's non-deductible. A civic league, social sports clubs, labor unions, uh, foreign organizations, other than certain Canadian, Mexican, and Israeli charities. Thought that was interesting. Uh, groups that are run for personal profit. Sorry, can't deduct those. Uh, groups whose purpose is to lobby for law changes. Homeowners Association, all those nasty dues that you get to pay, those HOA dues, not, sorry, not deductible. Individuals, so you can't just give money to an individual and get a tax deduction. Does that mean you shouldn't do it? Absolutely not. When you have, I, we have a number, quite a few clients 
who even set money aside and say, I, I keep, I know it's not deductible, but I want to be, have money available, funds available, so that if I find someone in need through my church or through my office or something, then I can make that contribution to them and help them out in their time of need for something that the Lord and God has, has blessed me with. Uh, dues, fees, and bills paid to country clubs, lodges, um, those kind of places. Tuition, sorry, not deductible. Value of blood given to a blood bank. And this last one I'll mention, value of time or services rendered by the taxpayer. So I've heard of people say, well, I'm a lawyer, so I donated this much time. I'm an accountant, so I, I spent this much time helping them with straightening out their books or just doing their basic bookkeeping. I did all these things for them. So my time should be deductible, right? No, it's not deductible. If you want it to be deductible, then you have to have you have to charge them for it, and they can pay the money, and then you can give that money away, but then that's a wash, so it doesn't matter. So the value of your time or services are not deductible. There again, all this has to do with itemized deductions. So if you're not itemizing your deductions, then it's not going to matter. Any of these aren't going to matter. So let's go through a couple of different ways. We won't possibly be able to get through all of these today, but we'll get through some of them. So cash, that's what most people give. So according to IRS regulation or IRS records, most people give from cash. Even though most of your assets are held in non-cash assets, uh, the easiest thing to do is just to write a check. Or to go even easier, go online. Make that contribution on the organization's website. And then you do it on your charge card. If you do it on charge card, you do get some points for something. And maybe you can redeem those points. Or if you're generous, you'll add some to the contribution to help the organization pay because they have to pay so much percent. Depending on the arrangement they have with the charge card company, they have to pay a certain amount of that each time you make a contribution. But, of course, anything they get is greatly appreciated. But you are limited. So we have new limitations. Is 60% of your adjusted gross income. So you can't deduct any more than 60%. So if you made $10,000, then you can give $6,000. You can't give more than $6,000. All these things, most of these things I'm going to talk about, have to do with those who are able to itemize the deductions. The qualified charitable distributions and things like that, that that can bypass that. Very neat things to do, some techniques to use if you are over 70 and a half. And, and not the new 72 rule that for your minimum required distribution, that's been changed to 72. The seven and a half rule still applies for qualified charitable distributions. We'll talk about that as well. But you can't, you can carry it forward. So if for some reason you can't use that deduction because it's more than 60%. So somebody has a, some kind of a liquidity event. They sell a business. They, they have, have an inheritance, have something else that's, that's going to create a lot of taxable income in that one year. So they want to prepay, make sure that their income gets below the higher bracket. So they, they pay 60% or they just have a strong desire to help a particular organization. So they, they give more than 60% of the adjusted gross income. It's not coming from their income. It's coming from an asset. But in order to deduct it, it, it's, it's still, they, they, you have that 60% limitation and you also have the other limitations that have to do with, with giving, um, Appreciated assets as well, because you've got 50% limitations, 30%, 20%, a lot of different limitations here. But for most people, the cash part, you got to make sure you keep it under that 60% if you want to deduct it in the year that you are doing it. All right, so keep in mind again that the standard deduction has been increased. So 
your that whatever that sixty percent of your adjusted gross income is, it still has to be more than the twenty four thousand four hundred before your uh, the total, including your other deductions, has to be more than the twenty four thousand four hundred before you can actually tax deduct it. So we get back to the break. We'll talk about giving non cash items, maybe garage sale, appreciated assets. We'll go over that as well as much time as we have. If you ever have a question you, you want to ask but don't want to get on the air, go to talkingmoneyradio.com. All one word, talkingmoneyradio.com. There's a place there. You click on the radio show, then on that button, and then it'll have a place there for you to ask a question. You can just type in your question anytime during the week. And I usually get one or two during the week, on, and some I cover, some I don't on Talking Money. But I'd love to hear from you at talkingmoneyradio.com or 800-588-7526 is my number at the office if you ever want to call to ask a question there as well. We'll be right back. Ronald Blue Trust is pleased to sponsor Talking Money. Ronald Blue Trust is a company with a vision to see individuals and families practicing biblical stewardship and experiencing freedom from economic fear, bondage, and conflict. They want their clients and their families to enjoy debt-free living, free to answer the call to ministry or whatever their passion is, feeling at peace with their investments and the way they are being professionally managed to help accomplish their financial objectives so they can focus on other aspects of their lives and help clients make wise financial decisions, live generously, and leave a lasting legacy. As a trust company, Ronald Blue Trust Advisors come alongside the next generation to help transfer your values and help you leave your lasting legacy. If you're a business owner, the Business Consulting Division can help you define your company's culture and, very importantly, then help convey that culture to the next generation of leaders in your company. Find out more about Ronald Blue Trust at one 800 5887526 Now back to talking money. All right, so other things you can do to give. So of course non-cash items, items that you can take to the thrift store. So you can go to any of the Miracle Hill thrift stores, you can go go to places like Goodwill and Salvation Army as well. And so you give it, of course they have no basis for it. So they can turn around and sell and everything is cash to be put toward, of course, first the cost of running a thrift store, and then the value above that, the cost, uh, the, the funds raised above that can be used for the actual ministry. Go through your closets, do that spring cleaning, get nice stuff. You know, we're not, you know, things that, that you're about to throw away or there are uh, things that you wouldn't even want yourself. We're talking about things that you just don't want anymore. You don't use it anymore, or they don't fit you anymore, uh, so you can give them away. So let's say they don't fit because you lost weight and it's too big for you. We'll say that. And whatever the, whatever the reason, but take a buy there. Something else you might have not thought of that uh, a lot of people do is, is have a garage sale. So we used to have those fair amount, but we don't anymore, but we do, uh, our, our kids do some. So you, you set up that garage sale and you get, you get, uh, you know, several hundred dollars, you get five hundred dollars, whatever it is. Well, you can give that money away. That's extra stuff that you can give. And I would also consider the amount of money that you're going to get for the items versus going in and taking them to, to Miracle Hill and getting the deduction for whatever the fair market value is of those, of those items that you gave. You might find it, it's, it's more advantageous and certainly a whole lot less trouble 
to take it by Miracle Hill than it is to try to set up a garage sale and do all the stuff that you need to do for that because that isn't always too much fun. Okay, and then we want to spend some time talking about appreciated assets. So given appreciated assets, you're limited to how much you give. You certainly wanted to talk to your tax preparer to see, but you do have the ability to carry that forward five years. So if you can't use it in one year, so it's, let's say it's over 60% or over 30% as you're giving appreciated assets away, then you can always use it for later on. But, but as the NCF quotes the IRS saying that most people give from cash, even though most of their wealth is held in non-cash assets. So a lot of different things we're not talking about, IRA distributions and offsetting itemized deductions, the qualified charitable, the QCD, qualified charitable distributions, charitable trust, uh, donor advised funds we want to talk about, bunching deductions, uh, giving privately held stock. There's all kind of things that we did not cover. All right, so we got to wrap up today. So, of course, if you have any questions or would like to learn more about any of the topics covered on the program today, you can always reach out to your financial advisor, your tax attorney, whoever your professional is. We do believe it's very important to work with an advisor who shares your values, though, and your biblical worldview. So if you want more information, please call Ronald Blue Trust, 800-588-7526. We'll see you next week for the next edition of Talking Money. Though I'm an employee of Ronald Blue Trust, Talking Money represents my individual views and not those of my employer or any sponsor of the program. During the program, I may discuss market trends as well as specific financial planning techniques and investment ideas. These discussions are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations to any individual or organization. Work with your attorney or accounting or investment professional for specific individual advice and services. Any securities or investment products discussed on Talking Money are not insured by the FDIC, are not a deposit or other obligation of or guaranteed by any bank, and are subject to investment risk, including possible loss of principal amount invested.